and welcome to another edition of the Goshen News Sports Podcast. Talking to you here, Goshen News Sports Editor Austin Huff. With me in the studio is Goshen News Sports Reporter Evan Leepak. Evan, what's up? As always. As always. Evan Leepak, doing great. Austin, how about yeah. yourself? I'm good. Uh, we are not joined alone. This is where we say along with Sheila, because Sheila's always here. Uh, we have a spe- very, very special guest on this week's podcast. Uh, she is the retiring athletic director over at Westview Junior Senior High School. This Mrs. Darlene Matthew. Darlene, how are you today? I am fine. Thank you. <laughs> That's good. We are glad to have you in here. You're our third straight retiring AD to come on. We've had uh, Norm, or not, excuse me, not Norm Sellers, hoping to get him in the future. <laughs> We're working on getting Norm He's on. He's on your uh, mind, He's though. the last one. Uh, we've had Dave Harms from Northridge and Mark Hofer from Fairfield. So, you know, this is Big, big shoes to fill there, Darlene. Are, there are, are big are, shoes Are you to up fill. to the task to, to do that? To fill their shoes? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I am not. Um, well, again, we appreciate having you on. And uh, before we get into our deep dive interview with you about your career and stuff, Evan and I have to quickly talk about the last local sports athlete we had in the 2020-21 school year. How last, about that? Last Isn't man that staying. crazy to think yep. about it in that perspective? Um, Brock Rushley, sophomore from Northridge, Competed in the state golf tournament, uh, shot a 164 total, had 87 on the first day, 77 on the second day. So good comeback for him. Finished tied for 60th out of 97 golfers. Uh, Evan, you talked to Brock last week after we finished up his round, and uh, how, last how did week. how did he assess last week? <laughs> how did he assess his uh, his round? Well, obviously the 87 wasn't great. Yeah, he said for whatever reason he just couldn't couldn't hit it straight. I know, that you sounds know, like everyone couldn't plays find golf. the couldn't find the fairway. <laughs> That's ninety five percent of golfers uh, in the world. Yeah, fake. So, but he did a lot better yesterday on Wednesday. So obviously ten strokes better. Probably had to do with the jitters being a little bit lower. Probably had to do with him having experience from the day before on the course. So, but I mean, as a sophomore, for him to get there individually, it's pretty impressive. Since he, I mean, the 74 on that Swan Lake golf course was impressive for him to get there. Right. So, and he's got a couple more seasons. So we'll see. I'm, I'm, we'll expect him back. I'm sure. Right, and you know, obviously sophomore, but really it was his first varsity season. He didn't have a year last year. Didn't yeah. have a full varsity season. And golf was one of the sports you could play last year during the pandemic when it really started. So I'm sure he didn't like stop playing golf for a long period of time he was still able to go out and play golf but you know to not have that full true varsity season where you're practicing every day playing two three you know an invite every Saturday two three nine hole matches during the week you know so it's a little different you know when you're actually in season versus just playing whenever you want uh you know so pretty successful season for him and like and, I said, uh, it is last week. You're correct because this is coming out next week, Tuesday. Yeah, we're, so you're right. It was, it was last, last week. week. It was last technically. week. technically. This is fun uh, audio. Sometimes I forget about that audio so taping. That's where my we fault. might be. We may or may not be <laughs> taping this not on Tuesday the 22nd. It might be coming out Tuesday the 22nd, but we might be taping it not on Tuesday the 22nd. So it's fun to remind yourself that this is all talking about last week and not yesterday. So you can figure out when we're taping it. Then. Yeah, um, thank you. So, yeah, that wraps up 2020-2021. Evan, you spent uh, six, five months of the school year here. Uh, what are your general takeaways? How about it? You're enjoying – did you enjoy it, 
I guess. Did you not enjoy it? If you didn't enjoy it, you could leave, uh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the winter was tough, January and February. <laughs> I enjoyed basketball, but that was about the only thing I enjoyed about it because the weather was so terrible. Florida, man. But uh, this is, the spring's been nice. The weather's been nicer. And I'm looking forward to the fall and winter coming up with mm-hmm. full capacity fans back in the stands at, like I said, full capacity. So that'll mm-hmm. make things even better, obviously. Yeah. So yeah. Especially basketball because – not the same. It wasn't the same because usually, obviously, up here it's a big deal. So mm-hmm. there's going to be more fans in the winter than yeah. what I saw this past winter. Yeah. So. We got we got lucky a little bit that the sectionals had pretty solid crowds. And I know Darlene, Westview is one of those kind of iconic gyms of the northern state, half of the state. And uh, it probably was really nice to get 1,000 people in there you had, I think, for yes. the for the mm-hmm. sectional, right? Like, how awesome was that when we finally were able to have fans in there? It, it's much nicer to have the fans and, and let the people enjoy and let the kids hear the fans because that's part of it. It's fun for them and it makes it fun for everybody. So it's good to have fans back in. Yeah. We would have liked to have a few more, but at least that was better than what we started with. And yeah. and they actually got to have a season, which is mm-hmm. probably the biggest part of yeah. the whole right. year. Yeah. You, have such, you have such a big gym there. It's kind of... <laughs> kind of sucks when it's empty and yeah. it's so big you get a few people in there yeah. at least when it was I, parents only it was really pretty yeah. empty I, <laughs> I saw i saw the westview whistler the first game of the year against northridge and i saw him the last game of the year for you guys against central noble and it was night and day difference watching him do his uh do his routine you know the, and it's just funny because it's like the it's such a crowd heavy thing to do the whistler mm-hmm. right because it's yes. he feeds off the stomping and the cheering and the i don't know what they say when he stops whistling do you know what he, the fans are chanting oh my god you would ask me i'm something oh. something 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 rah 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 it's like that's what he says i don't know what they say but like you're so used to hearing that and then when he does it when there's like a hundred people in the gym it's like it was like pin drops you know mm-hmm. and they're the fans were still chanting it i don't know i've, I've gone to probably 15 20 of your games in the last three years i have no idea what they're saying in between I need to like do a history on that or something. And uh, I thought you did a story on the Whistler. I did a story on the Whistler, but I didn't ask like what are they chanting. It's something like "Go Westview, rah rah rah" or something, you know, something along those lines. But it couldn't be "Beat 'em up, beat 'em up, rah rah rah." (laughs) It might be. I don't know. It Uh, it sounds right. Um, (laughs) But you know, when you see that full capacity or even half capacity, then versus what it was like no capacity, it was just really nice to see that at the end. But. Um, yeah, this was a crazy year, crazy school year for everybody involved. And I'm, we'll get to that a little bit here with Darlene, just in a little bit talking about the whole year. But I, for me, a very rewarding year. Uh, obviously promoted to sports editor midway through. Uh, pretty cool stuff, I would say. And got to hire Evan and bring him in. So that was fun. Appreciate and, it. And uh, now we get to shift to the – yeah, no problem. Um, <laughs> now we get to shift to the off season. Uh, we've got some cool stuff lined up, I think, to get us through the next month or so. And then the county fair, which is back, which is awesome. Elkhart County Fair being back. That's uh, eight days of free coverage for us. So that's great. And then uh, August 2nd, girls golf. Right there, Goshen Invite over at Black Squirrel. It happens. And it's like, boom, here we go. So then we're back at it again. Soccer, cross country, all that starts mid-August. First football Friday, August 20th. Can't wait. I know. Here it comes. Fall, fall is the busiest season, I would think, of the three. That has the most sports going on, at least, uh, in terms of total number. So it's very busy, but uh, very exciting. And so, yeah, 2020, 2021, 
hope to never experience a year like that ever again. Let's just say that. <laughs> I'm tired of wearing a mask, so right. having to make having to check with ADs. Is your game happening tonight? Is it not happening tonight? When's it happening? So yeah, awesome. Well, like I, like I'm sure I the ADs would have traded that for what they had to deal with. I'm yeah, not sure. She would say <laughs> right. I'm glad you. I think, Darlene, <laughs> would you agree? Would you rather have had to deal with that than no sports in March? I would rather have dealt with what we did to have, yeah. so the kids could play. Yeah. I think every I think every administrator has said those same things. You know, yes. what principals, right. ads, superintendents—they all want the kids to be able to, to go to school play. and yep. play sports. And yep, yeah, so. it was a good, it was a very good thing for the kids to be involved in activities and be back, even if you had to wear a mask part of the time. Right. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, like we mentioned, as you've heard, Darlene Matthew is here with us. Now we will go into our interview. This is where now we can start the interview or our prepared questions. So or non-prepared questions. I have to keep an eye out for the follow-up. You follow never know ups. when you have a follow-up. Right, you never know when you got a follow-up. Um, Darlene Matthew, longtime uh, institution over at Westview Junior Senior High School, 46 years as a teacher there. I mean, that's that's a or at, in any sort of role, teacher, AD, coach, you know, uh Whatever you pretty much did everything, I think. Uh, pretty much. I'm I'm sure you were probably a part time janitor at some point as well. I'm sure. So <laughs> when you're AD, you get to do lots of things, and, yeah. and cleaning the floors is part of them. But, so, yes, Pushing that happens. Pushing the big broom after a game. Yeah, you well, know, not so. necessarily after a game. Maybe at halftime if you don't have anyone else. Or, right. Right. Or so. if we're cleaning up between a wrestling sectional and a boys basketball game, <laughs> to, wow. to hurry, hurry, get the gym ready for the next event. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was a lot of hours. But there were many hours yeah. that were long. Awesome, yeah. So, Darlene, obviously, you know, been doing this a long, long time, and we asked the other retiring ADs the same question, you know, why was why was now the time to retire? Is this something you've been thinking about for a few years? Did COVID accelerate it for you? or COVID did not accelerate it. I've been thinking about it for a long time. You already asked the question about how long my husband had been retired. <laughs> He's been home for 15 years, and... <laughs> And we're getting to the age that if I don't retire and we start doing some other things, and uh, I might miss the boat, and I, I don't want that to happen either. I, I love my job. I physically I could I feel like I could have gone longer, but I also know that I have an obligation to family and that I need to probably spend some time with them, and that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. What kept you from maybe retiring earlier? Because like you said, your husband, 15 years. Oh, I just wasn't, I don't know that I was ready. And last year with COVID, I, I knew that I couldn't go at the end of COVID because it just wasn't, it wasn't, didn't feel right. It, I didn't want someone to come in new and have to start a new job and have to deal with that because there were lots of issues, especially early. It got better after the winter season seemed to, once we got to summer, spring, it seemed to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and I, I didn't feel that, that was fair to do to someone to start new with that kind of issue. So, you know, I toyed with it last year, and then, mm-hmm. and I think being home, I realized, yeah, I can probably do this. <laughs> I can stay home. We can do because mm-hmm. we did a lot of walking and a lot of things together. You know, we didn't go anywhere, so. Right. Right. Couldn't, yeah, couldn't go couldn't anywhere, unfortunately. Watched but. a few movies, <laughs> to yeah, say the yeah. least. And Tiger King? Did you watch Tiger King on no. Netflix? No. <laughs> everyone watched Tiger King. <laughs> it seemed yeah. like. Not everyone. Uh, Darlene oh, did not. Uh, Darlene did not. <laughs> I did Almost not. everybody watched Tiger King. Um, obviously, when we talked uh, a couple months ago, you mentioned that 2020, you were thinking about it. Were there any other years 
along the way where you seriously considered it and then didn't do it? Was there like, do you remember any specific time, like 2015 or just spitball? Probably there? not. There might be times when you, you know, things weren't going well and you mm-hmm. questioned in your mind, why am I here? Why am I doing this? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, what, uh, but probably some, but not a lot that I really considered mm-hmm. going. I know you, you get hit with it all the time that when you get to a certain age, you know, are you going to retire? Are you going to retire? And, <laughs> you know, but I just hung in there. And Yeah. So um, let's go back in the Wayback Machine. You are a graduate of Syracuse High School, which doesn't exist anymore, technically, merged with Wawasee. Correct. Um, growing up, did you play sports? Were you involved in sports? <laughs> and, and then obviously, specifically in high school, you didn't have High school girls sports. We had, you were before nope. Title Nine. I mean, not before to, Title Nine. Not to make before. anyone feel too old in the room, but like this <laughs> before Title Nine. Like, uh, so yeah, yeah. Did you grow up playing sports? And and uh, how tough was it not having high school sports when you were growing up? The kind of sports that I would have played would have been with neighbor or kids and friends and family. Um, we had GAA, and I had a sponsor, as they were called then, that was very active. She would take us different places. Um, gymnastics things at Ball State she would she took us to a bowling tournament I'm not sure I might have been a senior I did bowl at the local bowling alley there in Syracuse and uh, I was lucky enough to be on a team that won that tournament that time (laughs) so it was kind of a fun and unusual thing Mm -hmm. Uh, but I was not I just didn't have that opportunity to do that and I grew up on a farm so obviously I had to do my chores before I could do anything else, so that was not <laughs> yeah. not an option. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. That's funny to think about. Like, yeah, you gotta do chores. You gotta go do your chores before you can, uh, especially on a farm. So, were, you, were you, your parents just farmers then? My or? parents were farmers. Yes, yeah, obviously, uh, we had cows. Uh, that was my. I milked them at night. My dad milked them in the morning. <laughs> so, and if I wanted to go away at night, my I had to milk the cows before I could go. So. I didn't mess around. I got them done, and so I could go wherever I wanted to go. And of course, at that time, a lot of the things I would go to would be boys' events or mm-hmm. or go with my friends to do different things. But mm-hmm. yeah, and back when you got started with uh, sports in the mid '70s, as far as coaching and teaching, mm-hmm. how did how did that come about? Was that something you wanted to do at a young age, or did it just kind of fall in your lap? Mm-hmm. Well, I went into physical education, so obviously I was interested in sports and mm-hmm. and those activities and. Uh, when I got hired, uh, the uh, uh, with the job went uh, coaching girls basketball at the varsity varsity level. When I say varsity, I didn't have a JV coach, so <laughs> there, I, I did that. I had um, high school volleyball, and then I had junior high track uh, when I started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you, like, so? Was that something like you said? Did you want to get into coaching? Was that? Uh, I, I was in, very interested right. in it. It was just you and, know that. Mm-hmm. Getting your getting my first job was not necessarily an easy one. I worked a couple years, actually in the factory in, in Topeka at Starcraft, <laughs> and then job opportunity came about, and I, in fact, I had gotten laid off because they went through a time, and I subbed, and then the lady took a maternity leave, and I filled her maternity leave. So, mm-hmm. and then, the rest and then she did not come back. She didn't come back. So that's no, she did not. Was it was it exciting? Like, take me through that. So obviously, like Title IX passes in nineteen seventy two, and I believe seventy five, seventy six was the first girls basketball Correct. season. So you were the inaugural girls mm-hmm. basketball coach. 
was there a certain level of excitement when the girls' sports came around at that time? Like, what was the general feeling about volleyball, girls' basketball, girls' track kind of becoming these sports in Indiana at the high school level? I'm not sure there would have been a lot of excitement from everyone. (laughs) (laughs) There was excitement from the, the female standpoint and those of us who were, you know, wanting to be able to provide that opportunity for girls, the excitement that it was there. Uh, Pat Roy set it up. She did not start with the basketball. She started with volleyball and track, and I'm not so sure gymnastics might not have been in there before basketball. And I think there was a time that there were some of us thought we would fail and we would just go away. Mm -hmm. But instead, it, it bloomed and blossomed and uh, I think they were amazed at the state finals in girls basketball that first year, how many there were in attendance, and, mm-hmm. and it just grew from there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let Evan ask the question then about exciting to see girls sports grow, because she just mentioned that. So if you want to ask your question, you should ask about that. I was and say. then I'll go back to my question. We're not in order anymore, but that's fine. So. Considering After what we- you just <laughs> all talked about, Darlene, from that, from the beginning to now, seeing how much it's grown, especially you've been in the forefront of that as an athletic director, so you've seen it firsthand. Mm-hmm. Like, how amazing has that been, and gratifying to see what, how much it's changed over the years. Well, we've added several sports since mm-hmm. since I started because we didn't have girls soccer, we didn't have softball, we didn't have tennis. Uh, so all of those have been added since cross country was added, um, and it's our kids have been very successful. You know, we've been very fortunate to, to uh, win lots of tournaments and, and have a great showing. And our kids are, work hard and they're dedicated. And that's what it takes is kids who really want to get better and want to do their best. And I feel our kids do that on a regular basis. You know, I would tell you that our boys basketball team steps on the court. And I, I believe in my heart and soul that there's not a team they think is going to beat them. Now, they might get beat, but they didn't believe that when they were playing. Mm-hmm. And they play hard, and and I appreciate that. That's a good characteristic that I think that community has. Mm-hmm. They, they put their best foot forward. Yeah. Especially right now with the coach they have. I, I, would, want, I would want to win for Ed Bentley as well. <laughs> yeah. so. you, better, you better play hard for Ed Bentley, otherwise it's, <laughs> it's going to be a long night. Uh, look, we like Ed. We're just, you know, we're, we're no, no, Ill, no ill toward Ed. I like the way he coaches. I like the way he coaches. I don't want Ed to come at me. Uh, so <laughs> I, starting in 1980, you became girls sports athletic director uh, what drew you to the administrative side of athletics, and did you ever expect to kind of stay in that type of a role long term? What drew me, because <clears throat> there wasn't anyone that wanted the job, and I, <laughs> and I also was coaching several sports, and I just felt that I could do my own scheduling and right and, and set it up how I I felt would work, and that's what I did. And of course, you have to work it around other people's schedules, but uh, mm-hmm. it it worked, and then it just kind of evolved into. The boys and then the junior high came after the boys uh, barb Har had decided to retire and i i ended up with her her <laughs> junior high position so. Mm-hmm. so when did you start doing junior high do you remember it's been a lot happened since then it's, yeah it's, it's she probably could tell you. She might even listen to this, but she's, I, I don't really know for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you did it for a long time. We've mentioned that's kind of kind of harping on it a little bit here, that you have been in AD for a long time. And, you know, we've had Dave Harms. We've had Marco Ofer on here. And, and they've 
they've had tremendous success at their schools as well, but they actually never, you know, had a team win a state championship at either school when they were ADs. You obviously, Bowie's basketball won back-to-back state championships, 99-2000. So just how rewarding was it? You know, obviously you want all your kids to succeed, but to see it, them went at the highest level possible. How rewarding was that for you just as an administrator and, and a fan, obviously, of Westview Athletics to see that happen in 99 and 2000? That was a group of kids that, that were very dedicated and, and very team-oriented. I felt that they never looked for one person. They always played team ball, and it was they didn't care who scored. All they wanted to do was win. Uh, it was exciting. It was fun for the community. Uh, it, it set the tone. And, I, you know, class sports have been very good for Westview. Mm-hmm. Uh, before, they had very successful teams. You know, Gary Yoder back in 73 was an outstanding athlete. Uh, and he, that team did really well. They won the first game in regional and lost in the, ch- in the championship evening. Um, but had they had class, I'm sure that that team would have went as far as as the team did in 99 and, and 2000 mm-hmm. yeah so. it's kind of funny you know the, the class basketball the class sport debate in general mm-hmm. is kind of a little tired and I mean I have my opinions on it and I've been vocal about my opinions about the class system right. and I enjoy it I actually enjoy it and I and I don't like the blind draw but that's another debate for another day <laughs> but you know it does give schools like you guys Bethany Christian you know they have found success under mm-hmm. it and it just feels like, like no offense, but like no one wants to see Westview go play, you know, Homestead, you know, in a basketball regional. Like, or if, if you get there, obviously you're great. But like, even if it was a sectional, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think we need to see Westview play Goshen. Now, recent years, Westview has done well against Goshen. But like in general, you know, school size wise, that shouldn't be a mm-hmm. game I have to cover, no offense, like in the postseason. Right. So. Well, when it was single class and we had to go to East Noble, right? it was exciting for the for our fans. I, I right. mean, I know that that single class for many, many people was very important, and they, and they were successful there. Um, girls basketball, when we started, was single class, and we were successful. Um, but the class just gives you an opportunity – you know, it's hard for a team that's not real deep to play two games on a on a regional day and, and come back that second game. Uh, you can do the first one maybe, but the second one is kind of hard when right. they're, they're a little bit worn out and, and you have to use basically the same kids that they get you there and they are the ones who are going to play and be yeah. the ones. Yeah, and then, so. and then you get like food poisoning in 2019 <laughs> and it's over, you know. <laughs> that boys that, basketball, too, that's going to be a big what if, I feel like, for a while. That will be a what if for a yeah. long time, yes. Yeah. Uh, that was something unique. I did call and ask if they would postpone. <laughs> uh, I was told, no, they've never had that happen before, wow. but it was but it was something that was, it just happened. Yeah. And, and all the kids didn't play. You know, they didn't feel well enough, but some yeah. of them did, you know. And it was a great team. That was, was a great, a great team, team two years, three years, three seasons ago. Great team. Yeah. Two seasons ago, I guess. But uh, yeah. like I said, a what if, man. That's just a what yeah. if. So, uh, yeah. Anyway. Speaking, you know, speaking of unique uh, things that don't happen, before last March, you'd probably thought you'd seen everything, you know, all the years that you've done this. But COVID really threw a wrench in everything. It just, sure did. Just curious. Mm-hmm. What were your what are your opinions on that? You know how you had to navigate COVID and everything. How how tough was that for you? And you know maybe how gratifying was it 
you know, getting through that as well. The gratifying part is the kids got to play. The tough part was when you had to say to the families that only mom and dad can come, the immediate family. Grandparents couldn't come. And I, as a grandparent, I felt for that one. That one was hard, you know, because grandparents are sometimes more involved in their grandchildren than they are <laughs> in their own children because you, you it's, a, it's a little easier. Uh, so I, that part made it hard, I, I think. But I guess we, we made it through the year. We could, summer or summer, spring sports were so nice that we didn't, we didn't limit. I don't know if anybody in our area limited outside sports for the spring mm-hmm. sectional. That we did not limit that. And we, you know, we had good crowds. Um, masks obviously weren't weren't worn too well at the outside events but <laughs> yeah, inside right. you know you had to limit and you had to keep people apart I think probably fall would have been hard the ones that were inside with the volleyball mm-hmm. you know that would have been another one that was tough but the winter sports were really tough wrestling you know you had to <laughs> limit and and people wondered how did we wrestle when right. with the COVID but right. we managed and some kids uh got to stay home a few times which was unfortunate but at least we got to most of them got to participate right and outside of like a few teams here and there having their season end or postseason end because of covid like not we didn't really miss much you know like no tournaments were delayed mm-hmm. i don't think you guys had a team coveted out of the tournament no. i know concord football happened in the fall that was the and northwood boys soccer the team they were supposed to play in the regional semifinal got coveted out of the tournament uh, Hammond Clark. But other than that, I don't remember any of our local teams getting coveted, coveted. That's a verb now out of the, uh, out of the tournament. Wow. So, uh, which is great. I mean, that's an amazing you know, testament to the kids following the rules and making sure no one gets sick. And, you know, yeah, you might've missed a couple games in the regular season, but everyone got to play in the postseason for the most part. And that right. was pretty cool. So, um, and what a horrible way to end your season is to not get to play because of COVID. Right. Right. I mean, so, that would be tough. Right. Especially so, if you were at the advanced beyond sectional, that would have been, that'd yeah. been tough. Well, that was a big fear too. And I remember, especially like late fall, early winter, when it like the COVID numbers ticked up in like November, I was like, are they going to get the state football tournament done? Like, is this going to happen? Like Michigan went through a two week shutdown. And so their football tournament didn't finish till like, you know, late December, They're like Christmas day football games, basically for the high school state championship. I was I was convinced we were going to take Jan- or December off. Like I thought we were for sure going to shut down in December. Just like take the month off. Let's everyone get under this control and come back in January. But I mean, kudos to people like you, Darlene, and everyone else for navigating it, and getting through. And we're sitting here today. We just had baseball, you know, state tournaments that just wrapped up because we're taping this before the baseball, but it's going to end after this airs. Uh, baseball state tournament just wrapped up. So it's pretty amazing. We got through the whole year. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Um, a couple weeks ago, Bill Bostain was hired as the new Westview Athletic Director. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you had any interactions with him? Uh, talk I, to him about the job, and how do you feel like he's going to do? I think he'll do fine. <laughs> he's got an outgoing personality, and I think that's very important. It is will be something new for him. He's been there three times. Uh, I'm sure he will be in shortly, but, but he has to move from... Fort Wayne, he's going to move to Northridge, uh, into the Middlebury. Middlebury. I shouldn't say Northridge, yeah. but Middlebury. Yeah, close enough. That's the same thing. Yeah. Middlebury area, uh, and his wife is in the prosecuting attorney's 
office in LaGrange and she is an attorney. So mm-hmm. that will make it much closer for both of them to work and live up here. Yeah. Uh, housing is hard to find in the, in the Westview area. So <laughs> very hard. Right. So. Yeah. Unless you build something on a farm, you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, I'm sure yeah. he'll learn fast and it'll be, it'll be a challenge obviously, mm-hmm. but I'm hey, sure he can master it. How much of your uh, current staff, I know you don't have, too many people that got to help you directly, but is uh, will your assistant ads and everyone else my, be there still? <clears throat> Probably a lot of my help. One had already left teaching, and she came back and helped after hours from her her other job. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melody, my secretary, she right. is retiring, so okay, she's going as well. She is going as oh. well. So <laughs> they've hired they've hired a, a person inside that was that will take her job. Okay. Uh, so and she's a Westview graduate, so she will know the community and know some of the things and so i they'll figure it out i'm sure mm-hmm. and if not melody and i will both come back and help wherever they need to uh, mm-hmm. if they need some help but yeah. that is entirely up to them <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think mark hofer mentioned that too last week just about you know if if they need my help i'm there like give me a call but like you know you gotta let them do their own thing Right. You got to let them right. kind of make the mistakes and learn from them. And especially yeah. for a guy like Bill who's going into this brand new first time he's ever been an athletic director, first time he's ever worked really in athletic administration mm-hmm. ever. So I know he's been a coach and, and done things like that and he's taught, but he's never really done this before. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be an interesting, uh, you know, I'm sure an interesting first year for him. Right. So and for me, I got to build on mine because it was not all at once and I, I mm-hmm. and I built some of the program with the girls. Right. Uh, so where it's at today is a whole lot different than when I started. And mm-hmm. and at that time there was somebody else that I could go to and in the building that would help. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes that's real important. The IHSAA does have um, uh, mentors that they do. And, and I think that's a good idea that, because sometimes there's stuff you just don't think about. Right. You know. Paperwork. <laughs> yeah. Yes, lots paperwork. of paperwork. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you kind of talked a little bit how you had some time last year with your husband and doing walks and going adventures. Any big plans for retirement now, Darlene? Now you can actually go see the world. You know, couldn't see the world last year. We're probably not going to right away. We'll wait a little bit since it's been COVID and maybe take some trips. But um, I'm not sure where. Maybe Alaska or, you know, <laughs> do some of those type of things mm-hmm. and just see what happens i don't know um, don't, don't you want to like leave the cold of india like you you don't want to go to a colder place right or is well, it I, I alaska been in the summer is still kind of chilly right right <laughs> it's just it's just a state that we haven't been to and it would be a you know that's true a, a nice place to go visit i hear that it's beautiful and mm-hmm. i i think that would be a good adventure yeah have you have you been to many states? Is like a is that like a thing? Not, like oh, we've been to lot. all the continental or whatever. We we did some travel with uh, some high school kids uh, and went to Europe a few times and and that was fun. That gets you in the mood of doing travel. <laughs> but I there are places here that we need to see that we haven't done. Right. Do. Yeah. So anything else, Evan? You want to ask Darlene before we uh, wrap this up? Um. 
I don't think so. I think I think I have uh, covered all my bases. I've, I think I've covered everything. We've asked too. a lot of good questions. Darlene had a lot of great answers. Anything, so. anything, Darlene, you want to hand on? Any yeah. shout outs, special uh, recognitions yeah. to anybody you want to give? Uh, I just thank you for covering all the Westview sports over the years. Uh, you've done a great job, and I have a lot of articles that I have <laughs> saved over the years from the year uh, and saved from when my children were involved in sports uh, mm-hmm. a few years ago. <laughs> couple years we'll just say a couple (laughs) yeah uh well we always appreciate the compliments and i and i said this to uh to mark and dave as well like thank you for you know helping us out as well uh it's a two-way street you know so we we appreciate you being you know sending results or whatever and responding to my text messages about hey did your team win tonight or whatever and you know making sure we're accommodated for when we're at games so we we appreciate your uh service and Heck of a career, Darlene. I mean, this is 46 years. Uh, you know, I don't know, Evan and I are barely that age combined uh, right now. So, you know, it's been many moons. Many we got, We're almost, you're, yeah. So it's, yeah, we really appreciate it. So thank you for coming in. You're welcome. Thank and, you. And uh, that'll wrap up this edition of the Goshen News Sports Podcast. We want to thank again Darlene Matthew for joining us. Uh, Evan Leepak always being with us and uh, contractually and obligated to be here. <laughs> <laughs> and yours truly always uh, here as well. We will be back next week, hopefully with another interview uh, with someone. Well, we don't know yet. We're going to have to figure that out. Uh, but we will uh, be back next week talking it up with some more people uh, as we power through summer break officially at the Goshen News.